Welcome to Listener's Advisory, the San Diego Public Library podcast. On today's show, we're introducing a new segment where we'll hear some pop culture recommendations that'll have you updating your queue. So stick around. This should be fun. Hey everyone, Bob here. As I've mentioned many times before on this pod, librarians love to give recommendations. In fact, it is a core duty for many of us. Whether it be reader's advisory, listener's advisory, or viewer's advisory, librarians generally have something to say with regard to all of the above. That being said, we are launching a new segment where we ask our librarian pals about what they're currently reading, listening to, and watching. We're calling the segment Q-Time, AKA QT. So today, I am here with everyone's favorite executive producer and deputy director of customer experience for the San Diego Public Library System, Jennifer Jenkins. JJ, what is crack-a-lackin'? What's up, Bob? It's been a minute since I've had the chance to drop by the pod, so it should be fun. (laughs) Did I do it? I've been practicing. You did. You did. You, you, You landed that one. So what are you currently reading? Okay, listen. Before we get started... I have a confession. I have okay. a prologue. I'm ready to speak my truth. I'm doing it right here, right now, on the Listener's Advisory Podcast. Exclusive, exclusive. Sorry, cut that out. Um, I <laughs> am a Swifty, and I don't care who knows it. Yes, all of my recs today share a common theme, and if you haven't guessed yet, I'm talking about one Dr. Taylor Allison Swift, Time Magazine's 2023 Person of the Year, Breaker of Hearts, lover of cats, and as of this weekend, future Super Bowl winner. Sweet. I'm with it. Okay, so I could go on for several hours about my personal journey from casual listener to the depths of the Swiftyverse. I could talk about the community, the fandom theories, the beefs, the lore, the exes, and I could gush about her innate talents as a singer, songwriter, performer, and astute businesswoman. I could even explore the depths of the psychological implications around the fact that we are all in a parasocial relationship with Tay and Killa Trav. Do you think people know who that is? If you didn't know, uh, Taylor Swift is in a relationship right now that's big news with Travis Kelsey, second best tight end in history and tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, he just won. We just won the AFC Championship, and we'll be headed to the 2024 Super Bowl. So, my girl's going to the Super Bowl, and basically what I want to say is I will die on this hill, I have no shame, and I will resort to fisticuffs if anyone challenges me on it. <laughs> Any thoughts on that, Bob? I, I'm, I'm with it. I'm down. Are I, you a I, hater? Are you a Swift hater? No. Casual? No, absolutely not. Absolutely ambivalent. not. I don't know a ton about Taylor Swift. I know a couple of her jams as, you know, my kid listens to Taylor from time to time. Okay. Um, you know, I know about her in popular culture, dating the guy from the Chiefs. You know, I know about the unfortunate incident when Kanye tried to steal her thunder. Boo. I know that she started as a country singer and now she's kind of moved into the pop realm. So, um, so, so me, I, I know about Taylor. Let me introduce you to uh, the Gateway article, which is my answer to your first question. What I'm currently reading and that I recommend everyone read. Um, so, as I said before, Taylor Swift is the 2023 Person of the Year. Um, there was some controversy over that decision, obviously, to have a white lady in the year of 
Beyonce's 2023 Be the Person of the Year for Time Magazine. And uh, I do acknowledge that this is a very um, hotly contested debate, but I stand by the fact that um, this is a deserved title, and I feel that you can really get a good idea of what the Swiftyverse is like and who Taylor Swift is as a person if you read the Time Magazine article about Taylor Swift being the person of the year. Um, so she goes deep into the lore around the Kardashian Kanye frame job and how she ended up going into hiding, moving to another country for an entire year after the uh, Kim Kardashian fandom came for her. But then she reemerged with what I feel is her best album, Reputation. And, um, and it's kind of been like, She's been coming hot like gangbusters ever since then. So um, I think that you can really get a sense of who Taylor is as a person and kind of see a little bit of some of her other sides. Like she's got a, a kind of a, a wholesome image and she came from the country world. You know, she started really young and was kind of like this very innocent and wholesome person. She got a lot of flack just for doing what any other young person does and dating people and celebrities. Um, but now she is a fully grown adult. She is 33 years old and she is, I would say, maybe not even arguably the most famous, well-known, influential person on earth. I can see that. Definitely. definitely. And in case you didn't know, um, we feature Time Magazine in our online uh, periodicals in our e-library. And you can get a copy of Time Magazine at any of your library branch locations. Nice, nice. Well, with that, what are you currently listening to? Okay, so again, we're going to talk about the music of Taylor Allison Swift. And I got to say, there's a song or an album for like every single vibe. So for months now, literal months, like every single day, it's a Taylor Swift playlist. I have a spicy Taylor Swift playlist. I have a like going to battle Taylor Swift playlist. If I'm in the mood for heartbreak, I'm going to listen to some Dear John, some of those like songs from the early days about some of those heartbreaking relationships and the way that the experience of relationships is put into songs that everyone can identify with. But right now what I'm doing is rediscovering the 2019 album Lover. It happened to come in 2019 before the pandemic and the whole world exploded. So it didn't get a lot of attention, a lot of critical attention, didn't get a lot of radio play. And was really overshadowed by everything else that was happening in the country and in the world. And so she co-wrote this song with Jack Antonoff called Lover. Hey folks, I was so excited telling you about Taylor Swift that I totally misspoke when I mentioned the song title. The actual title is Cruel Summer. Now back to the show. And they re-released it this past summer, five years after it was written, and it went straight to number one and won all kinds of awards and records. And it wasn't even off of a current album or written currently. So that just speaks to the power of songwriting and the way that Taylor's music connects with people. And I'm really looking forward to the next installation of Taylor's re-records, of okay. re-recording her masters. And word on the street is reputation is coming next and I'm never not in my reputation era. So I'm really looking forward to reputation Taylor's version, which I hope is going to be dropped soon. Sweet. That's what's up. Well, what are you currently watching? You know, Bob, my greatest regret in life right now is that I did not secure tickets to the Eras tour. And I'm not even kidding. 
Um, unless I make it to Europe soon, I will still be thinking about this on my deathbed, how I did not get to see Taylor Swift in her prime on the Eras Tour and be a part of this incredibly important cultural moment where generations of women, girls, families, fathers came together to really kind of re-enter the world after the pandemic and take part in large live-scale stadium concerts together, multi-generations. And it also speaks to the power of women as fandom when we're when we collectively support something and believe in something. So the Eras Tour, if you don't know, um, was actually featuring songs from every single album that Taylor Swift has made. And for those of us like me who are losers and didn't get tickets, we got a little Christmas surprise this year, a holiday surprise, and the Eras Tour film dropped on Prime. And I'm not ashamed to say that I watched it three times in a row and that sometimes it's just on in the background because I enjoy it that much. And I could go on and on about the artistry of the set design of the songs that were selected the secret songs the outfits the gowns it is a full three and a half hours of magic so if you can't get it to europe this summer i would say take a gander at the eras tour film and uh, you won't be sorry so there was a segment that we did where we were coming with our podcast recommendations and you had recommended Pivot with Kara Swisher and Scott Galloway. Mm -hmm. That podcast has since become part of my regular podcast diet. And Kara Swisher is a huge Swifty. There's been much debate between her and Scott about her getting person of the year. She often talks about going to her shows. She often talks about the film that came out. So um, I very much appreciate the fact that you are a Swifty and are not ashamed of it. No, never will be. What's you, what are you reading? I'm sure you're reading some stuff, listening to some stuff. You always have good recommendations. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm currently reading DJ Screw, A Life in Slow Revolution by Lance Scott Walker. So as you know, most anybody that knows me knows that I'm a hip hop head and I certainly have holes in my hip hop knowledge. And one of those holes is 90s era Houston music. That's very niche. Yeah, indeed. So I picked up this book on DJ Screw. It's it's kind of an oral history of DJ Screw and the screwed up click as told by the people that were around him at the time. It's really good, really, really good. Hey folks, are you the type of person that keeps a diary or a journal? Maybe you've always wanted to, but never got around to it. If you're an avid journaler or just journal curious, you'll want to stop by the North Park Branch Library on Monday, March 4th at 6 p.m. for their new program, Journal Jam. Not into recording your deepest secrets and private thoughts? No worries. You can make it a planner, habit tracker, or even a reading list. Best part is, journal supplies will be provided. Stop by and mark journaling off your to-do list. All right, what you watching? Currently, I am watching True Detective Night Country. Anybody that's seen the True Detective series knows that the first season was killer, no filler, but the other seasons have not been so awesome. And so this new season, it, it, that does not seem to be the case. Uh, it's really, really good. It's called True Detective Night Country. Stars Jodie Foster, and she is excellent. But it's really her co-star 
Callie Reese, who's been stealing the show on this one. Are you, did you ever see any of the True Detective? It's a boy show. Mm, it's a of, boy yeah. show. Um, I think I tried with the first season. Was that the Woody Harrelson season? Yeah. And uh, I didn't get into it. But like respect, because I know it's been much talked about. Um, but I am a fan of Jodie Foster. And it's like, epi- is it episodic? It's a, What is it's, it? It's episodic. I, I believe there's going to be six episodes. And last night or Sunday night, we watched episode three. So kind of like uh, Fargo, like it's different cast, different characters, exactly. different story. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I'm sure you're listening to something good too. What are you listening to? <laughs> so I'm currently listening to uh, two albums by North Carolina rap group Little Brother, The Listening and The Minstrel Show. Um, there was recently a documentary that came out about Little Brother called May the Lord Watch, The Little Brother Story. It was really good. I... I kind of missed them when they came out in the early O's, um, but you know I've been aware of them. They make you know great songs, and so I've been going back and doing kind of a deep dive on their catalog. So I need to check them out. Yeah, yeah, they're dope. I think you'd really dig them. So I wanted to say this was really hard because it's difficult to narrow down my recommendations to just one thing per category. So we're gonna have to do this again because I have a lot. Of, I have a lot to give, Bob. <laughs> I'm a connoisseur of pop culture and media, and I have a lot of recommendations. Well, that's exactly what we're trying to do with this new segment. So, um, Sweet. Who else are you going to talk to? I don't know quite yet. You know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of librarians that I know that are super tapped into different things. You know, I really want to kind of hear from the full gamut of our ranks. So, um, you know, I'm going, to be, I'm going to be looking for folks. I think that's one of the things I love about our profession is that you can really like let your freak flag fly. And everybody that I know who's in this world is also, you know, a, like the reason that we're doing this segment is like we are steeped in culture and all sorts of media and content. Indeed. And so we're, the, we're kind of the best people to ask uh, about recommendations. And that's something that I learned recently at a conference recently is that one of the best things that libraries can do is to harness our power in regards to pop culture make sure that we make the connection for the public that we are knowledgeable and and engaged and interested in the same things that they are librarians we're just like people too we just have better taste true that (laughs) thanks jennifer thanks bob see you next time That's going to do it for today's episode. I'd like to thank our guest, Jennifer Jenkins. For more information on the recommendations and other resources mentioned in today's episode, please see our show notes or visit us at sandiego.gov forward slash SDPL podcast. This podcast is supported by the Library Foundation SD. For more information on the good work they do, visit libraryfoundationsd.org.
If you like what we're doing here at Listener's Advisory, please consider sharing our podcast on your social media, leave us a rating or review via your favorite podcast directory, or tell someone you know about us. Thanks in advance.